I stay up, I stay fresh, I get down with the best Every style I ingest, getting wild in my head As a child, I was led by the fame and the wealth A crazy game, aching for ladies to say that I'm swell Follow that path, you'll be hanging yourself My cards are seven deuce, but I play what I'm dealt In my past, I was acting like Satan himself All the hate I expelled on my lady and self Get angry and yell, that'll solve your problem Skipping steps on the test and you'll fall to bottom Why isn't anybody here talking honest? Have a shitty day, but on Facebook you call it awesome Sucking a lie and we're faking for views, kid Up in the sky and I'm taking the view in Structure your mind and replacing your human With what is divine, it's the bass and the music One Thing that I have to say, it goes to your heart in a special way, and that's three times to strike out. You're gone before your life is over so long. One thing that I have to say, it goes to your heart in a special Welcome back to the DMT World Podcast. My name is Alex8721, and today we have on Jake Breathe. He's the writer and uh, musician of that song you just heard. It's one, two, three, four, final off his new album called The End of an Era. Um, Jake Breathe came on today. He shared his story about his journey in the music industry, uh, breath work, and his relationship with our beloved plants that we that we all seem to love. Uh, he's based out of Canada. He's a certified body ascension breath facilitator, and he's also the proud owner of Lungs of Love. Um, He's been on this journey for the last three years. He's been doing music since he was a teenager, uh, and he's he's come. He shared a lot of his experiences with uh, working with the energy and the plant medicines today. Uh, check him out on uh, lungsofloved.com, jakebreathe.com. He's got a YouTube under Jake Breathe. He's also a Bandcamp. All the links are in the description. Check him out. Show him some love. He's also a member of the DMT World community. Shout out to Ben CMCP for connecting us, and um, I hope you enjoy this podcast. Thank you. In a special way, and that's three times to strike out. You're gone before your life is over so long. One thing that I have to say, it goes to your heart in a special way, and that's three times to strike out. You're gone before your life is over so long. Mr. Jake Breathe, thank you for coming on the uh, DMT World podcast, man. Hey, no worries, man. Thanks for having me, Alex. I'm really excited to have you, man. I know, um, uh, ben CMPCP from the uh, DMT World community. He uh, connected us here. And uh, since then, you know, I, I have been using uh, one of those jams you got there on from uh, one of your albums uh, to to the intro here. Um, and I've been trying to get a hold of you as well, you know, since then. But I know you're a busy man. I know you're a busy man, but I'm really, really, really happy to have you on here, man. I really am. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Yeah, shouts out to Ben for sure. That's my soul brother up here in, uh, in Ontario, in the cold lands. Um, it's, uh, it's time to transition up here. I, I'm sure it's time to transition for everyone watching this, but, um, I actually moved out of, I was living in a shed and then I was living in my buddy's basement. And then I just recently moved and I'm in a church now with a studio in it and like life's getting a little bit better, man. So I had to, had to ride that wave for a bit. Now I know, um, I do know that you've had, um, quite a few, uh, changes, um, in, in your life recently as well. I know that being one of them too. Um, but for those who, who don't know you, who don't know the background, you know, with the music and the breathing and so forth, um, <clears throat> we can get to that, but, um, I'd like to kind of more kind of, if you could share with us just your path that got you to that point, if you would. Yeah, totally, man. Um, I'll try not to sidetrack too much. It's all good, uh, man. It's all good. It is what it is, man. So, um, 
Yeah, man. I started as an angry dude working in a factory, drinking every weekend, mm-hmm. um, doing cocaine, to be honest. Cocaine was one of my best friends at the time. And uh, I really, really, really knew that my life had to change and something needed to come to a halt or else I was going to come to a halt. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, I wasn't a religious dude. I actually really looked down on that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. one night I just prayed, right? Just, I put it out there. I was like, give me something, please. I need something. And, uh, at that time I was kind of looking into, I heard the word ayahuasca. So I was just kind of looking into it and watched a couple documentaries, seen some guys in the woods looking like they were going crazy, kind of <laughs> steered me away from that, you know? And, um, I actually ended up finding floating floating was oh, referred yeah. to me from a friend. They're like, dude, if you're looking for a change, try, try a float. So mm-hmm. my buddy and I went up to Hamilton, Ontario there to a Z float. Shouts out to Jay at Z float. Beautiful spot. Any Ontarians definitely check that out. Um, went there and dude, the flow was awesome, but they had a meet and greet poster. It's a, a mm. meet a shaman. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is this? Meet a shaman. I was like, I'm coming to that. The owner's <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think you'd like that. I think you'd like that. So nice. <laughs> My buddy never ended up going, but I drove up. So I was like living an hour south of Hamilton at the time. So I trekked up there to, to meet a shaman and this dude, Colin, he sat down and he told us all about his his uh, his professional life. He was a dancer in New York City, um, suffered a few heart attacks, ended up moving wow. to Peru, studying this medicine and mm-hmm. um, ended up becoming a, a medicine worker and a shaman. I know he doesn't like that word, but that's the title of it, right? You know what I mean? People can re- people can relate the word to something you know yeah 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 yeah. and um he's just a dude he's literally just a dude but Mm -hmm. he's he's a magical dude for sure so there was like some whispering and like a little bit of small talk in the back after the the meet and greet thing and you know me kind of walk over peek my head in so what do you guys i hear ayahuasca oh ayahuasca they're like yeah we're uh, we're actually having a private ceremony um town over in in the next week or so if if anyone that's been on this path is interested in the medicine. <laughs> I'm some young kid. I'm like, yeah, I want to do it. I'm, I'm down. Sign me up. <laughs> they just kind of like, they looked at me and they're like, have you done anything? Before? And I've done mushrooms, I think twice at that, at that time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've done mushrooms. I know what I'm, they're like, maybe you might want to do this breath work first to, before you get into this. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I knew it all, dude. I, I was ready for of it. Course. I could do it all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm sure many people can relate to that energy. For sure. I, uh, I signed, I signed up for the breath course anyway. So I, I went to that and bro going in. So I, I've never did, did, I never did yoga at that mm-hmm. time. So I walk into a yoga studio and I'm like already kind of like thrown off. Never was in that. Like these people think they're better than me. All these projections just coming out, dude is wild. Yeah. And, uh, so anyway, we get into the studio and so it wasn't Colin, it was Colin's helper. That was the breath facilitator. So that was mm-hmm. the person putting on the, on the group. So mm-hmm. sit down, she tells us we're going to be breathing into our bellies, up into our hearts and, and letting go and, and doing this for about 35 minutes. Okay. And like, I'm paying this money to lay down and breathe. And you're telling like, what the fuck? Dude, <laughs> 10 minutes into it, man. I, I'm sure you've done some breath work before. Yeah. Complete tetany. Hands yeah. were locked. Arms yes. were buzzing. I had uh-huh. nothing on my mind, but I'm like sobbing, like crying. But it was like, yeah. it was like, you know, when you laugh and you want to laugh to feel good. Mm-hmm. It was a cry. It was like, <laughs> yeah. clearing, clearing. Um, yeah. I, I walked into the room, not believing in energy. I walked out wanting to become an energy master pretty much. Man, that's beautiful. How old were you when, when, uh, when you did that, had that experience? 
23. All right. All 20, right. I'm 26 now. So yeah, man. People so that's, sleep that's on what the, started my path. People sleep on the breath work, man. They really do. I um recently just uh, got started in some um, uh, help, um, involved in some of the local scene. Uh, there's a facilitator here who does breath work and, Man, my first time in there, I was like, what was that? That was something else. Like I complete just I can I couldn't even explain it. So I came back the next day and I'm I'm still going, man. Just uh, I'm blown away by yeah, it, man. Dude. Really blown away by it. It's, and the same thing really going into it. And I've I've had experiences with psychedelics prior to this. And going into it, I was still kind of um a non believer, so to speak, you know, but totally. as soon as I was done, I was like, I'm sold, man. I'm sold. When you can feel like your energy going through your pathways, like in your nervous system, there's no denying it. Yeah. For me at least. Well, you know what? Since then I've had a few other, um, we created a local group here and I invited a few of the guys. I'm like, just come by, man. If you don't like it, so be it. Every single one of them, they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> they all came back the next time, man. So it's it's something that people really sleep on. And I implore a lot of people, just just take, just try it out. Try it out. You know, showing up is half the battle for all this stuff, you know. Just showing up to do anything, you know what I mean? Everything else, will, you know, will come. You know, even even that 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 little battle that you have with your ego in the beginning, like, what the fuck am I doing here? What is this? This is ridiculous. It'll go, it'll dissolve. You know, you just have yeah. to dive into it. And man, it, it really works. It really works. Um, so, so you had that experience and then uh, what was the next thing? Like, how, how did you progress from there? <laughs> so a week later I did ayahuasca. Oh, no shit. Wow. Uh, dude, I, I won't go too much into that journey, but mm-hmm. I was like, when it first kicked in, dude, like I, is you, you take it, you sit for 30, 40 minutes <laughs> during the silent period and then he starts playing the music. Right. So like I'm sitting and it's like when you're like on a roller coaster, like, yeah, <laughs> like I knew it was coming and out of nowhere, like the chick in front of me, like just starts purging. And uh-huh. then the lady beside her starts purging. And it was like, Boom, boom, boom. Constant, person yeah. over here, person over here, person over here. It was like an ongoing purge. And I'm like, shit, when's it going to be my turn? And then the drum started. Dude, as soon yeah. as the drum started, it like pulled me in. Oh, wow. And like basically the whole night I was just up. Nice. Just in it. The, you're not like supposed to speak and whatnot. I didn't know. I was like very new to the ceremony. They finish a song and like everyone was like down, like in their journey doing their thing. I'm up. I'm like, you guys are fucking awesome. I knew, man, like it resonated with my heart. I was like, dude, you drink this thing and then you're like nice. pounding music and fu- like, yeah, I, I just felt the call, dude. That's great, man. Um, <clears throat> you know, I've always, um, I've had, I had a, my journey with psychedelics started about, about a, a little less than five years ago. And, I up until this year, I had always done like solo journeys or had, you know, like my wife was there with me trip sitting, so to speak. <clears throat> and um, now that I've started researching and looking into, you know, guided or more structured type of sessions or ceremonies, you know, there's this whole other aspect of, you know, the relationship with these plant medicines, substances, practices um, that you just don't get when you're when you're outside of the community. You know, and um, 
the one thing was totally. like the drums. Like you said, the drums and that brought, um, <clears throat> for me was, I did a breathwork class and they were playing a little bit of music, but they had, um, they were walking around also with these um, big, like, I don't know what you call them, but they're drums uh, that look like they're kind of flat, but they're big and they have like, it, it makes this real deep um, sound, you know, and that vibration, man, you could feel it. Like it transfers into your body and it really, um, it, I don't know, I wouldn't call it intensifies, but it, it does affect the um, experience like so much and, and, and for the better, it, it's great. <clears throat> yeah, it's a, a booster for sure because we're dealing with vibration. So anything like drum, any type of music for sure, but drum or like a didgeridoo, when you have yeah. the frequency coming out, dude, it it really affects the situation for sure. Now, um, for um, I know uh, since then, uh, I, I I mean, you've got lungs of love going on up there as well. Can you give a t- kind of tell us a little bit about that and um, kind of kind of how that came to be as well? Yeah. So right after the first breath ceremony there, I was hooked. Like I was, it was, it blew me away that you could do so much with your body without having to take anything. Um, and that's what really got me because I was, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want to say it like this, but it was like, I was doing the cocaine and after the co- cocaine stopped, I went into like mushrooms a bit, but more acid. Mm-hmm. But then I was using like, ayahuasca and then it's like oh this is the next one i have to take this Mm. but when i click that breath could just like you don't need a person or a thing you just need you and your breath Mm -hmm. that's what really registered with me to start something from that Mm -hmm. so my one buddy marcos he's like a business he helps businesses launch their businesses i guess type thing so i i just reached him reached out to him and kind of just shot him a couple ideas he's like dude your marketplace is Every single human being, if they breathe, you can help them. And I was like, done, done. If I can serve that many people, why not? So I just to finish up a little bit there. Like I started with like, like the doctor mentality, I guess, more like breathing into the lower lungs, lobes of the lungs. And that's cool until I really started to like bring me into it, which mm-hmm. I'm still doing. And now it's more of a, it's more of a journey. It's more of a, it's a personal practice. Yes, it's breath, but it's more than that. It's complete life enhancement. Yeah. That's, um, that's something that I've noticed with, um, any practice that I've came across, whether it's, you know, dealing with the substance or even like breath work, a lot of it is personalized and most everything that is there is almost like a template to be used. Right. And once you get into it, you know, you find your own groove, you know, and like even me with the breath work, like I'm still learning, you know, my groove, you know, I've only gone a handful of times, but I do find a correlation in terms of like, just kind of how I progress, you know, and, and whatever it is that I'm doing to in, in this uh, journey. So that is definitely something. Um, I mean, I can even attest to myself. That's really cool that you got that going on up there. Um, um, what, what else you got? Is there anything else? Oh, well, obviously you got the whole music thing too, man. What's up with all well, that? Did you... Friday. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, be man. Cool. And then dude, like, like I said, bringing more Jake into the breath rather than trying to teach the breath from a teacher's standpoint. I'm, I've been writing rhymes, man. Like a lot of rhymes to do with teaching. Okay. So there's like how to's like how to ground, how to clear your aura, how to, mm-hmm. But dude, I'm, I got songs on how to do it. And we learn as humans from songs. So when it like, yeah, 
move the energy down your feet. Exactly. Do it to the beat. To do it to the beat. It's like I can mess, I can fuck with that, man. Hell yeah. You posted yeah. something on your, on your YouTube channel the other day with uh, how to do with breathing. Same thing. You had a little track going and it was just kind of taking somebody along the breathing, right? Yeah, Something just like a couple, <clears throat> feeling it out a little bit, man. Giving more to the, like, as I said, I had to go inward and really shed a lot of layers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm in a better place, I'm just like putting it all out, dude. Like I have my private clients and I have my online community I'm starting up. But other than that, dude, I just want to like put all the content out, bro. I feel it stuck in me. So it's time to release. Yeah, that's good, man. You know, I... <sighs> You know, like for me, especially like with this podcast as well, what we're doing there on the site is kind of, um, you know, there's so many people already doing so many things. And I feel like there's room for way more people and like everybody, you know what I mean? And for me, it's um, like promoting each other too, you know, Um, and that's a big thing for me is, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty new to all of this myself, you know. Um, like I said, I only started this journey less than five years ago. Um, but you know, when I come across people such as yourself, you know, and, and, and read upon you guys and how, you know, everything you guys are doing, it's, you know, it's, it's a privilege, you know, to have you guys on here, man. And, and, and just share everything that you guys do. It's, it's, um, I'm honored. I really am. I like what you're doing hey, up there, man. Yeah, dude. Well, thanks for having me on, dude. I really appreciate it. And again, I've been, I've been busy. And that's not an excuse anymore, bro. I'm in creative mode. So I think I have registered an account on DMT World, but I'm going to yeah. be more active now. As everything drops, dude, it's all yeah. going to get put out on there too. So, Well, the thing about that too, man, is there's so many so many platforms to cover. You know what I mean? There really is. Um, I think as long as people just continue to put that content out there, whether it's anywhere, you know what I mean? Um, like even for me, I don't, I'm always on different platforms as well, you know, and I'm always uh, looking for other people kind of doing the same thing. And um, people will find you, man, you know, as long as you, as your heart's in it, man, and you're passionate about it, you're, you know, like I said, half the battle is showing up for this. You know what I mean? That's right, man. So, um, that's pretty cool, man. So you had the, you had that initial breath work experience and then you got to try the ayahuasca and then you started doing the um, breath work. But the music thing, is this something you've been doing like for a long time or is this something that also recently came up? How did that come about there? <laughs> uh, yeah, music I've been doing since I was 13, 13, 14. I want to go back and figure out how old I was in grade nine, I think 13. But whatever it was, dude, I wrote, um, I wrote a song about all the bullies. I grew up pretty overweight my whole life. So mm. my buddy and I were into Lil Wayne at the time, really listened mm-hmm. to a lot of the music. And this was when the diss tracks were really big. And yeah. I think it was like the game and Lil, uh, someone were like dissing each other back and forth. And we were like all on it. And I was like, dude, I'm going to diss all those bullies that like, <laughs> make my life a living hell why not so dude i like wrote my little rap and like first and last names like calling them all out just like (laughs) like, saying the stuff that no one had the balls to say literally i recorded and i sent it to my friend Uh um yeah i show up on school on monday and the whole school heard the song it got released it got leaked dude i got pinned up by like three dudes like whole thing happened it was it was nutty man it was nutty so that was like my introduction to music, I guess. It was just like fully speaking my truth and uh, nice. people not liking it. And ever since then, I've just been doing that, man. Not not passionately, but now that I've found myself, now that i found myself, I'm going to put a lot more passion into it. Now, see, I, 
You know, I often think about that, especially when it comes to people that, um, you know, express themselves artistically, whether it's with music or art. And, and you do see some of it. But for me, like, how, how did all of this change your, you know, your expression um, regarding like your music or writing? I know you said you were incorporating some of it now with the breath work as well. But I mean, when it comes to the creating part, like how does how has it um, affected uh, you, the, the breath work and also, you know, the ayahuasca and anything else, you know, along those lines? Yeah, so uh, before before ayahuasca, before breathwork, I was I was rhyming. I had I had this skill. Like you can go, you can Google J Deets, J D E E T Z. That's sixteen year old me. I got like oh, really? videos. Yeah, you'll you'll have a good laugh if up, you dude. check that out. Yeah, check it out. You'll have a good laugh. The skill was there. The message wasn't. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'm fucking you, bitch. She's sucking my dick. I'm yeah. up with the shit. It's like, okay, and what, right? So when I found ayahuasca and breath work, it, I started, like, that was 2017 when I got on this path. And I started writing like a madman. And that's when I dropped uh, On My Way, which was my mm. first mixtape under Jake Breathe. And uh, so that changed me a lot. Like, that's when my son was, like, about to be born. So I had a whole bunch of stuff going in there. And then I kind of pulled back because there was so much of a monumental shift that happened in my life from not believing in energy, not caring or knowing about God and working in a factory to then being a medicine worker and helping out in ceremonies that I, it's like, I wasn't ready to make music. I couldn't mm. plant my feet fully as I was moving. Mm-hmm. So it took a couple of years, but, um, yeah, dude, it's 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 evolved me like as I'm a Pokemon dude. I was a little Charmander and I'm a Charizard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So almost kind of like you had to, almost kind of like you had to go back to the drawing board kind of a thing. Hundred percent. I, I yeah. my whole foundation completely collapsed, dude. Like mm-hmm. I split with my partner that I had for eight years after mm-hmm. we had a son for a year. Like, and that we're on great terms. It just it yeah. needed to happen. But dude, that yeah, man, lots of shifts for sure. So. There's something to a new beginning or endings, you know, of, of, of a chapter and new beginnings. You know, um, I, I like that part uh, of, of my life, for example. You know, I I was in, I used to be a soldier for about, you know, almost 10 years, you know, and then um, for like for the that, next, then. and for like, yeah, thanks. For the next 10 years after that, like the, I just wrapped up like the next 10 years after, you know, and I could see, you know, like the entire time that it took, you know, when I got back, I mean, I literally was overseas and then like within like something less than 60 days, I was in my hometown. You know what I mean? Right. And um, just, I didn't even know it was a new beginning. You know, I was still holding on to the past, you know, for like two or three years without even thinking about it. And then um, finally realizing, you know, that, you know, there's only one way and it's up you know, or whichever way I want to go, you know, that is a, it's a scary feeling, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty with, which brings fear, you know, and, um, but sometimes you can take that fear and, um, it can, it can, um, inspire you, you know, and I think, you know, meeting people like yourself and other people that have come on here as well, I think that's where, you know, the inspiration kicks in, you know, you always have something that click or somebody said something or you saw something or heard something or read something. Um, can you remember <clears throat> if there was anything like that for you 
um, once you had that reawakening, so to speak, or was it the actual experience? I think what it was for me, Alex, was uh, someone said it, like I'm sure I've heard it a hundred times before, but it was the one time when they said it and it really clicked. It was, you can't teach from the wound. You have to teach from the scar. Nice. Yeah. And I was wounded. That's why I wasn't making music. That's why I wasn't Mm. like, I was running workshops, but I wasn't being me fully. Yeah. I couldn't, dude. I'd bleed on it. I, I was fucking bleeding on a lot of people anyway, man. And like I'm going back and like rehashing that too, right? Like Yeah. Yeah, dude. I was an angry bear with a thorn in his fucking <laughs> hand and couldn't get it out. <laughs> yeah, that's something, huh? And and oftentimes we can't even see that thorn for for what it is sometimes, huh? I that's mean exactly. Yeah. I mean that's kind of the same thing with meme, you know. I I um I didn't even know that I had the damn thorn and then you know once I felt the pain you know it took a while to kind of dig through everything and find it you know and then um work with it and and start the changes you know and um <clears throat> for me you know if it wasn't for the relationship that I have with the plants and fungus and substances and these all these alternative forms of healing you know I think it would have taken me a lot longer for sure um, and I, I may have even, even, you know, went back to old ways, you know, um, for me, I'm, I'm, it's easier to do the wrong thing than it is to do the right thing for me, you know? And, um, I think that's where these, these, um, forms of healing, uh, kind of came in and, you know, helped me be able to help myself, you know, it kind of gave me that time to kind of, you know, let everything, put everything in the table and just be able to analyze things instead of just, all these things is rocking around in my head, you know, at once, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I do owe it to the people that I've met and the, you know, being able to come across and, and have these experiences. Um, and I'm glad for you too, man. I really am. Um, dude, it sounds like you've, you've done a lot of work, man. So I'd like to honor you for that. That's beautiful. dude. Thanks man. I'm sure yeah, you, you have as well, man. Thank you too. <laughs> yeah, but, um, so, um, I mean, what, what else do you got in terms of like, um, like how, how's your, how's your life now in terms of like, how, how's a daily, um, like a day for you, a day in the life of Mr. Jake breathe. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now it's, uh, it's waking up and it's getting my coffee into me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't drink coffee, dude, at all. <clears throat> and I got introduced to this mushroom coffee. I've had this like four sigmatics. I think yeah. it's called before. Mm-hmm. Tastes like mushroom soup, man. I was like disgusting. Didn't like it. And then anyway, this new coffee, it's, it's amazing. I'll link you to it. It's great. Uh-huh. Um, so I put that in my system every morning. I'm powered by reishi. You said fungus. <laughs> so dude, reishi, lion's yeah. mane, you yeah. know, psilocybin here and there. Well, yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Start my morning off right. Always with a mushroom. And then, uh, it's studio time right now. Right now I'm straight in the studio. I'm launching my online community, which is a, a paid subscription where you're going to get Monday to Friday. We got mushroom Mondays, how to Tuesdays, wellness Wednesdays, day to Thursdays and freestyle Fridays. Nice. So, um, yeah, just building a bunch of uh, content for that. No, what is that like? Private- a, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. What is it like a website or something you got, you got going? It's going to, I was going to do it through Patreon and then I was going to do it through my webpage and I'm just Uh going to do it through Facebook, through a private group. And then it's just Uh a paid membership. 
All right. All right. So you're kind of, you're just trying to make this, um, I mean, it's kind of like here, um, you know, I, you know, I do all of this right now. It's all on my own time, my own dime and everything, the equipment, you know, all of this. Um, and, and a lot of people too in the community know, even for like the staff at the MT world, you know, nobody is getting paid, you know, everybody's just kind of keeping the lights on, you know, there's a handful of Patreon sus- subscribers and, you know, the admins and, and that's what keeps the, the place going, you know, yep. but, um, it would be great for people to be able to do this as a, as a, for, as a full-time thing, you know, because oftentimes that's, that's what, um, is that initial, you know, obstacle, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, like me, you know, I have a full-time job. I have a family that I take care of, you know, my wife and my children. And, you know, that is definitely a goal, you know, and, um, I think that that's something, um, that's something that a lot of people, you know, some people have and a lot of people strive for. And I think that everybody should, man, you know, why, why not get paid to, to, to do what you love, you know? And, and, and for me, it's not even like, I need, I'm not even trying to be rich, man. You know, if I can pay my damn bills and just do this full time, man, that's the goal. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that's just the grind, right? You, you got to put in the time, you know? You put in the time, man. And like you, you grind so hard until you figure out that it's not hard at all. <laughs> but, it, it, but it is, but it is hard. Like it's so hard until you get to the point that it's not hard at all. Yeah. I think like, time what, management is a big part of it too. Time management's a huge one. The way that I put it into like play, I grew up as a skateboarder. It's like landing your, do you know, skateboarding at all? Like a kickflip? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So a kickflip's when you like, you jump off the board and it spins, right? So, yeah. When you first stand on a skateboard, there's good luck trying to fucking kickflip, dude. There's right. no way. But once you land a kickflip and you've done it for six months, dude, a kick it's easy. A kickflip's easy. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So creating wealth in your life, dude, it's so fucking hard to get the bills paid <clears throat> until it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, for sure. I, you know, I see it, I see it a lot. Um, but, but I think, I think for me and, and for a lot of people that I do see is, um, the work ethic is what sets people apart. You know what I mean? Um, that's it, man. How yeah. much of service are you? I exactly. have a written read up here. Let me show this. Oh, this is right in the studio here. If you can see that it says focus on the message and the money becomes apparent. The message is God. Connect and create. Be your biggest fan. Some words so as of long inspiration. As huh? On the message and not the money, dude. You're good. For sure. Yeah. No, I I hear you, man. Um. I I think for 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 me, man. I'm I just show up, man, and do it. You know, I, I love doing this stuff. I love speaking with people. I love meeting people. I love networking. You know, with people and networking other people too. I think totally. that's where this community and and you're seeing this a lot, you know, in the past, um, 10 years, you know, this whole, I don't know what you would call it, but I mean, it it entails, you know, people that from a shaman to people from an online to an online community to somebody who's, you know, an organic hemp farmer or whatever you want to call it. Like all of these, uh, different people from different walks of life, are in this, like what, what was considered like counterculture, you know, which is becoming more of a, like a stream streamline main, um, you know, um, like a, 
a little more on the stage of, of, of with everything else that's kind of like the norm now, you know, in, in the last yeah. 10 years. And um, uh, there's been a lot of people that have come out of it and, and have done great things, you know, especially organizations like non-for-profits. Um, there's a lot of them out there, man. And, um, you know, we're kind of all in that in that culture, you know, that we all have something to do with. Uh, that alternative lifestyle or, 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 you know, whatever it is you want to call it. Healing culture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something that's more um, connected to the spiritual side of things too. You know, I think that's the big commonality. Yeah. People are starting Um, to come back, man. They're starting to come mm -hmm. back to their spirit. They're figuring out why they're here. It's not to run the machine. Yeah. That's a big thing too, man, is, um, you know, it's almost like people just forget, you know, and, and even with some religions that I've seen, not, not necessarily the religion as a whole, but some people with religion, you know, kind of have become complacent and it's, um, <clears throat> it's just a thing that you do, you know, you show up to a place and, you know, that's your community, which is great. It's great to have community, you know, but I think, um, being in touch with that spiritual aspect of being a human, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's something that is starting to come into the limelight a little more, which is great. You know, I, I love seeing, you know, things like that. Now, let me ask you, um, now you did say something earlier. What's up? Oh, I was just going to, just to touch on what you just said right there. I was just going to share a little story. Do you know the story of the, the pastor on the roof of the church? No. So there's a flood, there's a flood, I'm going to butcher this, but there's a flood happening in this town, right? And the pastor climbs up onto the roof of the church and the water starts rising a little bit higher and everyone starts evacuating the town and like, pastor, come on, dude. Like the the town's flood. Nope. Nope. God's going to save me. God's going to save me. All right. That's probably will, man. Why not? Water gets a little bit higher. It's like right on the roof about to touch his feet. Boat goes by. Come on, pastor. It's not getting any better. It's going to flood. No, God's got me. God's got me. (laughs) Keeps rising, keeps rising. Dude, it's getting like he's on the pole on the top holding on and the water's right at him and a helicopter comes flying over and throws down a rope and goes, come on, pastor. Come on, get out. Get out. It's not getting any better. Nope. Nope. I'm all good. God's going to save me. Well, the guy ends up drowning, right? Gets up to the heaven's gates and talks to guy at heaven's gates he goes what are you doing man like i i believed in god i was of service my whole life i prayed every day why did you not save me well we sent you two boats and a helicopter you idiot (laughs) and dude i don't want to call anyone an idiot but i lived my life as that idiot dude no god's gonna save me no it's all it's all love man it's all peace Hey man, yeah, yeah. hey man. Once yeah. you start living in a shed, you don't. You keep saying it's all peace. It's like, well, <laughs> something's gotta happen here. <laughs> well, you know, I, no, I hear that, man, and that resonates. That resonates with me. Um, you know, my mom's um, been a Christian her whole life, and you know, one day after I got done with all this stuff, um, you know, because I, I had I went from like living in my car for like a whole year, and then being homeless for like almost a year after that. Once I got out to, um, you know, having my own home and, and two vehicles are paid for everything paid for, you know, and my family taken care of. And, you know, my wife, my mom came to my home one day and, um, 
you know, she told me, she's like, Oh, you, you know, thank God. And you should thank God for this and all that. And I'm like, I, I thank God for, um, you know, giving me my life and everything that, that I am and so forth. But, you know, a lot of this was me putting in the work, you know, it really was. And having those opportunities presented to me too, you know? So, yeah, I mean, you still have to. It's a dance. It's totally a dance. Man. Exactly. Yeah. There's a give and take for sure. Yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent, man. Um, Speaking about uh, God, um, how has um, your relationship with your God or religion, you know, how has that changed, you know, from back then up until now? Yeah, so I was against religion. I'd go as far as to say not even believe in it, but against it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after, like from then till now, dude, it's, I can see every religion I, I, I believe in all religions. They all have a common theme. If you look at it, dude, they all have mm-hmm. a common theme. And just from my personal experiences, man, I've tapped into an energy that there's no denying what it like. It's something it's within me and it's there. And I have a thought and then a car horn honks and I'm like, Hey, am I in a fucking video game? Like everyone's had synchronicities, right? Like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's like, it's, Science can't prove that there's God, but you're trying to measure how deep an ocean is with a fucking ruler. So, you know what, though, man, I think a lot of times, um, a lot of times people, when they hear the word God or religion, you know, they automatically close up, you know, and they close down and, you know, and which, which I understand, you know, I can understand from one perspective, you know, but I think for me, um, you know, when I was younger and even earlier on in, in this last 10, 15 years, you know, I even attended some AA meetings and NA meetings and so forth, you know, and they have, <clears throat> I mean, it's kind of like a religion, kind of, I mean, kind of, in some ways. Um, totally. But the one, the one yeah, thing yeah. about believing in a higher power, you know, and, and seeing how all these people would say, you know, like my God or my higher power and so forth, you know, I, I always you know, I'm not the kind of person that says, you know, there is no God. I mean, because I, I don't know that. I don't know whether there is or there isn't. But I do believe that there's something else um, that connects us all or, or whatever you want to call it. There, there is a higher power, so to speak. It's just, it's kind of hard talking about it because these words have been taken and, you know, and, and skewed, you know, and a lot of people, I mean, first off, you're going to have to agree on what God it means to me or to you when we start talking about this, you know, or so forth. But I think um, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned, you know, in this journey is just to have uh, an open mind as much as possible, you know, and, and to never close things out. You know, there's always truth in even some of the silliest, you know, jokes or rumors, you know. Um, so for me, um, you know, I, I, I've never really been a, a very religious person, so to speak. Um, and I, I can't say whether there is a God or there isn't, but I do know that this is not all that there is. You know, I do know that there is something else out there and I do, I believe, um, that there's something that, that connects us all or, you know, that we're all from one source or whatever you want to call it. I mean, we're all the same in many ways, you know, Dude, whatever make- makes your hair grow. Well, not my hair, but whatever makes your hair grow <laughs> and makes the grass grow. Like, dude, something's making things grow. 
Like it's yeah. your life grows, you get older. Sure, you can say that, oh, I grow into death and I'm dying and I'm decaying, but it's yeah, it's a growth, right? So whatever that is that does that, that's that's what I believe in. Yeah, man. I mean, it's plus it's a you know I understand that a lot of these things, even including um, NA meetings and religious, like they do help people. You know, and who am I to say that? Um, oh, yeah. You know, it's it's, it's sure. n- that no nobody should you know partake or whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's the same thing, like even with these plants and substances, you know, how am I going to say that I'll be closed off, you know, to one thing, but I'm, you know, I want the the same in return for what I do. You know, it's just, it doesn't, that math doesn't add up for me, you know, but um, I'm glad that, you know, you, you have that. I'm glad that you have those experiences, man. I really am. I'm, I hope more people, you know, have the opportunity to eventually, you know, Totally. Hey, just got to get them to breathe a little bit deeper into their bellies, man. It's that's all it is. All that energy is stuck down there, man. That's some, I remember when, uh, when I first started doing it, um, I started feeling like the, the vibration or tingling in my, in my, my mind, my face and then my chest, my, my body, like until like my entire body was, uh, vibrating, you know, during one of these, um, breathing, uh, exercises. And, um, then they came with the drum and like right above my body, like in the center, boom, boom, boom. And I could just feel it reverberating like all the way to, to the tips of my hairs, man. It's God, I'm telling you people sleep on it, man. They really do. And I, I, before I even tried it, I would see things about it. Um, holotropic breathing. Uh, Wim Hof is a really popular dude. He kind of, you know, he does his thing. Um, but God, once I got in there, I was like, yeah, I'm sold, man. I'm, I'm <laughs> it's something, uh, I implore a lot of people, man, if you see anybody out there, if anybody's offering it, you know, try it out. Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of people would benefit from it, man. Big time. Totally. And it's completely legal. <laughs> and it's completely free. Like yeah. my biggest, my biggest tip for anyone that's like doesn't have too much money to spend on a healing journey because healing journey can get expensive. Of course. Bro, what you said it right here, Wim Hof, man. Like, there's so many guided free breath works that you can do that it's like there's there's no excuse not to. There's no excuse yeah. not to heal. It's all about what you're showing up, man. Now, when you do your um, your breathing classes or, or whatever you call them sessions, um, do you incorporate music in there as well? Hundred percent. Now, what is the? Have you done any like without music as well? No, I don't think so. I think I've had a couple private clients where they like I just had a different type of playlist, but there's always been some type of music going during my sessions for sure. You know, I find like even with, um, for example, like a lot of these uh, universities and like maps, uh, the clinical, the stuff that they've done in researching and and even like the clinical trials, they've like, um, I'm sure you've heard of um, what's the the, the place called? I forget the name of the university, sorry, but they, they actually have a playlist for like their psilocybin studies where people were actually listening to music and so forth. And that was something else I never, um, I never experienced until, until I started working with the community and in, in groups was the addition of, of um, music or, or sound or whatever you want to call it. And <clears throat> there's definitely uh, something there. It's almost sometimes like the music guides you as well. 
hundred percent, man. Some guy was like in the one workshop. I'll never forget it. He's like, you made that playlist so good. I loved how you made it breathe with it. And I'm like, dude, I didn't do any of that, man. That was all you. It's your body finds the rhythm through the breath for sure. Or like through the yeah. beat. For sure. Yeah, it's great, man. I, I, I really like it, man. Um, so, um, what are you involved with any other, any of like the community, local communities there with that, that deal with, um, like how involved are you there locally? Well, I just moved, like I had that split that happened at the end of okay. uh, the beginning of 2019. Yeah. Okay. Beginning of 2019. So we were living up in Hamilton there. So I was pretty connected with that community. I still uh-huh. am connected. It's just, I'm like an hour and a half away. So I've been doing my own thing down here but i have like i have a bunch of like studio owners like i know yoga studio owners and float studios and can shout them all out della soul (laughs) circle studios (laughs) z float yeah man hamilton's got a pretty decent uh spiritual community for sure and uh for those for those people that are listening you are in canada right and you mean uh, hamilton ontario ontario right yeah correct yeah um the flow thing is something else too man it's a really um Dude, it's a good tool that's where i started man that's i mean technically that's the i found i went to a float then found the shaman then did the breath type mm-hmm. thing and then the ayahuasca but the float alone man you're alone with your breath in there that's the best spot to go you know i tried um i i i've done floating twice and um the first time i went I was actually tripping on shrooms, <laughs> which wasn't the best thing, man. It really wasn't. Not the I best had, thing for the first time, though. No. I, I had a rough time, like, centering myself, and my mind was just – and then I would hit the wall inside of the, uh, the thing, and it would just, like, knock me out of it. But um, I tried one, like, about two or three weeks ago, I think it was, and um, – I had a little bit of a hard time, um, you know, finding that spot, you know. Um, but I did speak to a few other people, and um, it's a they they have a pretty cool setup, you know. It's it's one of the big old like it's it's um what is it called a cabin depri- deprivation tank or whatever. It's it's yeah. it's not just a float tank. I mean, it's soundproof. Um, yeah, it's the whole tank. Yeah, some people just have like the baths or something. I've only ever done like the full immersion tanks. Yeah. Um, and I did that and man, it was scary. <laughs> it was scary at first, but you know, once, once I started kind of breathing and, and, you know, focusing more on my breathing, um, you know, time went by pretty quick and I, it wasn't the best experience for me, but I do know that, that, um, there's definitely some benefit there for me and I haven't gone back yet, but, um, everybody that I've talked to and spoken to and the person who took me down there, they swear by it, you know, and that's another thing too. Um, you know, unfortunately right now with the way things are, you know, it's kind of hard to promote, you know, the plants and substances, especially if you're in a place, you know, where the laws don't, um, you know, where, where they're just set up in that way. But, um, oftentimes, uh, this is kind of why for me, I think putting these other, um, you know, the breathing and the, and the floating and, you know, um, there, there's even something like ketamine clinics too, which I don't know how the fuck they did that, man, but they, that's, that's awesome. That's a thing, um, yeah. But, you know, promoting those things um, is great. And also for facilitators, you know, to have that skill, you know, to be able to, you know, walk people through, you know, a, a breath uh, work session uh, just because um, that's, that's the introduction to the community. You know what I mean? And that's, um, 
a point where nobody can fuck with that. You know what I mean? There's not going to be any cops breaking into a fucking float place or anything like that, you know? Um, And I think like there's this process that comes in these communities and what it is, is like, I got to get to know you. You know what I mean? Because I've, I've been meeting with some facilitators here where I'm at and a lot of people know other people that know other people that know other people that do these ceremonies, whether outside of the country or some undisclosed location, which is, you know, it is what it is, but um, that's the process, man. You know, a lot of people get into this journey and right away, you know, they, they kind of shoot themselves in the foot by, you know, sourcing, you know, that's a big thing. You know, how am I supposed to trust you? You're coming in here. First thing you're doing is you're asking for illegal substances, (laughs) but I think what's up connect with energy. I find man, like it's like if I've had some people after the breath ceremony be like, they just see like my altar. They see how I do my thing. They're like, do you know about ayahuasca? And like, depending <laughs> on who it is, like I can kind of tell. It's like, yeah, yeah it's, it sounds cool. Or yeah, you want to learn more? Of course. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the thing. And it's always sketchy, you know, it's always sketchy, but um, I think, I think I, I, I want to um, promote those things just because it, 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 the most important thing is having the conversations um, and, and having the meetings and being involved because the more that people know that they're not alone out there, the more that they know that there's more people, especially local to them. When the time comes to like for right now and here in the U S I don't know how they're doing it in Canada, but they've got the decriminalization movement going on and it's been pretty successful in a few uh, key cities, you know, big cities for, for which uh, decriminalized nature. So they're decriminalizing, yeah, like plants, fungus, cactus that Whoa, people use in ceremonies. All of it. Yeah, well, mainly the plants and like the the yeah the plants, all the yeah, nature that's, stuff. That's sorry, all of it is in like all of the plants. Yeah, yeah. So that's a big thing that's happening here, and that's one thing that um, for me I've been kind of that's like the goal because at the very least we can do that, you know, and as a community then we can start. Uh, promoting these ceremonies as well. Like, obviously, yeah, there's always going to be the federal aspect of it, which, you know, that's going to take some time. But there's, um, you know, like, actually, Canada's, um, you guys got cannabis up there. It's all uh, recreational, Canada's, right? The government's an ear drug dealer now. It's retarded, <laughs> just like anything else. Yeah, that's Wait. a big thing up there, huh? Yeah, man. It's it's worse now that it's legal than it was when it was illegal. Really? How would you say? What do you mean? A uh, couple, like couple things. Like you could go down the road and like burn a joint in your car. Like go for a joint cruise, whatever. Do cruise. You get pulled over. The cops like dependent on the cop. I mean, you could get fucked, but mostly you're not gonna get fucked. He's gonna be like, oh put out the joint, or he'll like say something funny, whatever. Right? I've had a couple experiences like that where it's been like nothing but. Oh, Decent, you know what I mean? Like the guys like, oh, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Now, dude, if you get pulled over and your car even smells like weed, it's just like drinking and driving. It's just oh, like shit. having a They like hit you so hard. Well, you that, know that, what? That's one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, there's, there's many more like issues well, with it, I find. Look, man, I, I understand that there's going to be those things, man. Like if you think about it, you know, we're, that's, that's what people are saying. Like, even like here where they have a recreational, like in California. And I think it's, um, 
Colorado or maybe just Denver. I'm not sure, but I know I got, I got a few, I got family that's in California and it's the same thing. You know, we, we voted it to be in the same, um, you know, league as alcohol as well. Right. And, you know, a lot of people and me included don't agree that they're the same. Right. But at least, you know, I know that if they're going to give me some, they're also going to take something from, you know, from that, right. It's a give and take. And I, and I could understand that, you know, now look, <laughs> drinking and driving, it is one thing and it is way different, but who knows, you know, and I, for me, I'm okay with that. You want to pull me no, over like, and I'm smoking. That I that, you know what? That is actually so true, dude. That's just like me being like, fuck, but I want to smoke weed and drive. <laughs> Someone that's never smoked weed before that can now go to the store and buy it. They should not be behind a wheel. That's yeah, that's true. I mean, if that's, if that's what it, what it takes, man, I'm fine with that. Me personally, you know, I I think that the most important thing is just for people to not be afraid to just talk about it, man. Like even people coming on here, like I've asked uh, quite a few people just to come on and talk and share their story. And they're afraid. They're like, "Ah, I don't, I don't know about this. I don't know about that. You know? And, like for me, you know, when I started this, like I had to clean up my act completely. You know what I mean? Like I know that this brings exposure for me and, you know, I've got a wife and children, like I said, and, and a home, you know, and um, it's the same thing, kind of prepare for the worst. And the worst case scenario would be somebody kicking my door down because I'm over here talking about, you know, things that are still technically illegal, you know, which is fine by me. Well, look you at know? Joe Rogan Aubrey Marcus doing the same thing, man. I, I had that same fucking fear. I'm like, dude, am I going to get assassinated for saying this stuff? And then I'm like, wait, there's way bigger names for like sure. Brian Rose and David Icke. And it's like, yeah. man, like, exactly. we're good. <laughs> well, yeah, there is that aspect, you know, but I'm um, totally valid for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but you know, that that's infuriating, you know, because it's like, if you think about what we're talking and we're just talking about it too, it doesn't mean like I'm a fucking drug kingpin and selling, you know, pounds of mushrooms or, you know, oh, but bro, still, back to that, by the way, though, I need to touch on that, but keep going. But still, that's the thing is people are that afraid of even just talking about it openly, you know? And I think that, you know, doing the decriminalization and making like cannabis recreational as well, you know, that's one step closer to making people feel like it's okay to talk about their experiences and relationships with these plants and fungus or substances. Yeah, man. hundred percent. It's, it's just open and it's like, walk up to the barrier. Don't cross the line. Don't be illegal, but walk right up to the barrier. And sooner or later, it'll just keep pushing back. For exactly. Sure. Yeah, exactly, man. Uh, what were you going to say right now about the drug kingpin? For oh, sure? So, I mean, if you want to legally sell drugs and help people, mm-hmm. drugs, medicine, mushrooms, reishi, I don't know if this is the perfect spot for it, but dude, this company is has put reishi mushroom into like, skincare, coffee, uh-huh. tea, nutritional shakes. So then anyone can get mushroom. People hear mushroom and they're like, oh, trippy mushroom. I'm not going to take that. You're going to get yeah. mushrooms to my kids, da, da, da. Until all the PubMed published medical insta something like database. It's like all the, the science literature of it shows that reishi helps with like everything, dude. Mm-hmm. So I know we hit on um, like drug dealer but like providing people the medicine is literally what you're doing yeah um and then we touched a little bit on hard times there's Mm -hmm. a great opportunity um by sharing a product that you're passionate with 
if mm-hmm. you end up trying the product and liking it for anybody watching, we could maybe drop like a link below, sure. help some people out. It's, it's helped me kind of skyrocket to where I am for sure. Nice. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of products out there, even like uh, CBD. CBD is a big one. A lot of people are, are, um, are using too. Yeah. It's a good thing, man. I, I feel like, uh, <clears throat> like we lost, uh, the relationship with these plants and now that they're coming back, you know, it's, it's a wonderful thing, man. It's, it's, it's a, it's a good time to, to see, you know, all this stuff happen. And it really is, you know, I had, um, I had one of our members, his name is Prairie drummer and he's a big time, um, activist for hemp where he's at. And, you know, the history of cannabis itself is like, that's something that, a lot of people should really take a closer look at, especially if you're going to be promoting a lot of this other stuff, because cannabis is like the front runner in, in this whole show that we're seeing happen and it's unfolding in front of our eyes. I mean, cannabis has gone all the way up to, you know, the federal level here in the U S you know, it's so far to where they've, um, descheduled, um, uh, CBD, which is a lower level THC containing cannabis, you know, and, it's everywhere now, which is great. I mean, that's a good step in, in the right direction, you know. Um, we took a road trip in, in December down through the States. We went to, you know, Alex Gray? Yeah, 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 yeah. We went to his man, like his place, whatever, with all the yeah, art and stuff. But yeah, we stopped by a convenience store, and there's literally CBD, like, smoke, and pre-rolled CBDs <laughs> yeah. in a pack in America. That's I'm crazy. like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I saw, I saw this cool. uh, smoke sh- or not a smoke shop, but like a vape shop that was selling um, CBD uh, cigarettes, and it's just, there's just hemp cigarettes. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it's, that's that's what. Yeah, and, and there's still some dope. states though here that are like adamant about not allowing it to to become um, recreational or legalized because they believe that it's a gateway to all these other drugs, which Maybe it fucking is, man. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you kind of have to leave it to people, um, to grown adults, you know, and, and, and just like we do with alcohol, you know, I know people always, you know, bang on alcohol a lot, but same thing, you know, it's, there's people that make it look bad and people that, um, you never hear about, you know, and they enjoy it just fine. They're responsible fucking people, you know, those are the people that end up getting, you know, screwed over with all this stuff, you know, but, um, yeah. How so? Um, how did you meet Ben? Where you guys live near each other or something? Or so that first, going back to that first ayahuasca ceremony, he wasn't there for that night. But like two nights later, they had a San Pedro ceremony, which is like a cactus grandfather yeah. plant. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I showed back up to that, and then Ben was there, and he sat right beside me in that ceremony. And dude, like. The rest of the circle was having a decent night. Ben and I, I don't know if we like locked energies or what. We had the worst night, dude. What? Best night. The worst night. Like dude. gut aches. And, like I look over at him and he's like, ah, and I'm like fucking puking. And then he's like, so we were like suffering brothers <laughs> that night. Damn. Did you feel like sometimes the purging is also like symbolic of like bad energy or bad, you know, whatever, like negative negativity that you have inside as well? hundred percent. Yeah. It's uh, the purge is definitely letting go of trash. That's blocking Mm -hmm. your, like your pathways. Like when you feel that breath work and you do it and it blocks your hands, that's because you have black or red dots, like in your energy field that need to be cleared out. 
So when you're purging, the medicine's grabbing those dots and like helping you get rid of them. You know what's crazy, man? You said the black dots, man. I had a, um, I had a DMT experience where uh, this entity. She, she talked to me about the light and the dark and about it was like real and you know people and this how it how it involves everybody here and, and on earth and about you know this that it's a real thing and and i told her i had spent a lot of my time in the dark side you know i had spent you know i had a pretty violent upbringing and then went to the military and you know there's a lot of violence there you know i saw killing i I partook in the killing as well. And, you know, I told her that, um, <clears throat> that I didn't want to be part of the dark side anymore. I wanted to be part of the light. And she brought these entities into this cavern that represented myself, like my inner self. And they started digging and drilling into this cavern. And I was just part of the wall and I could see that these things were scooping up this clear liquid and inside of this clear liquid were all these little black dots. And I remember they looked at her cause she was standing like right next to me. And yeah, this sounds fucking crazy for somebody who has never tried DMT, but if you've tried ayahuasca DMT, then you know, yeah, I've had experiences like breath work. Please keep going. And uh, I remember that they looked at her and, and, and said to this entity that I've seen since the beginning, and they were communicating with her saying, like, what do we do with this? Like, where are we going to go? And and I remember uh, the one entity was like puke or something. And I was like, oh, and, and in like in my real, like in my body, I could feel it coming. And I was like, no, 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 no. And then as soon as I did that, my bladder swelled up, dude, I could feel it. And I ran, I snapped out of it, dude. And I'm, I get out of my bed and like, I'm going to my bathroom and there's just fractals on my walls, just all (laughs) spinning. And I'm like, fuck, I get to the bathroom and just pee. And this happened like two or three more times, man. I've shared this story before in the past. I can't remember, but, um, yeah, that brought that up, man. I, I've had quite a few good experiences like that, man. It shows you, man, right there. Like it's, it's just, I have a whole course, like all my stuff I blocked, I unblocked my like thing and now it's all coming out, bro. But all my teachings are about your antenna. Your spinal cord is the Mm -hmm. energy highway. And then you have the red or black dots throughout your body that need to be cleared. And then the green can flow through. And a lot of things that we do on a, on a normal basis, even without like unknowingly kind of add to all that shit, right? Like to it. And then if you're like, too. Oh, bro, I was just about yeah. to say that if you're a food addict like I was, dude, any type of sugary treat that I can lay my hands on, it's like that. So when you said about the cave where, they, where they're coming in, they get the black dots and they're trying to bring them out, yeah. your body will just naturally let go of those black dots, but then you get a headache and then you get a bad thought and then you smoke and then you eat and then you drink. Yeah. You watch TV. Like, it's all of us, man. It's all of us. So it's just learning when a red or black dot is activated and then mm-hmm. you have a list of things on how to fucking get that motherfucker out of there i think a lot of people have a hard time with that though that's a really hard thing to do when you've lived your whole life oh. doing shit like that you know what, what do you do to oh, kind fuck. of kind of um that's, that's the that's the devil dude. it is yeah <laughs> but what do you do to kind of lessen right. that blow because a lot of times it hits people so hard that it discourages them and it happens with anything whether it's a new diet whether it's a new religion a new something like you hit that obstacle 
you know, what is it that you do for you like to kind of lessen that blow? When I'm feeling, when I'm feeling a red dot or I'm feeling the black dots, dude, I move my body. I invented this fucking retard, like, sorry to use the word retarded, but this dumb thing where like, I keep my hands locked at my sides uh-huh. and then I kick my feet up and I run okay. a lap around the living room. I see. I yeah. told my girl this, I'm like, yo, anytime you see me upset or something, be like, do your lap, do your lap. And like, if you are so pissed off, like you're just so angry, so upset, whatever, yeah. and you lock your hands to your side and fucking run like this, yeah. like, come on you know <laughs> so you kind of get active and you have like that that thing to get kind of somehow I, well, yeah. I used to get active and i'd go work out but mm. working out was oh, yeah oh. so now it's like you gotta act dumb you just gotta be funny <laughs> Disperse the energy. You, you know what i for me what i started to do was um in the beginning of things like for for example one big thing for me was drinking it was very hard to stop drinking because I was drinking every day for like maybe about six, seven years from after I got out of the military. I mean, it was like every day, constant, constant. And then once I started getting into this path and I got off, cause I was on prescription medication too, through like the veterans hospital. And, you know, I, I got off of those and, and I was still drinking and I started microdosing psilocybin, which helped you know, for the immediate. And I started slowing down with the drinking too. But then it wasn't until um, I started doing like really high doses of psilocybin or higher doses. And what I did for, for me, for myself, for my own mind was I told myself, I'll give myself some cheat days. You know, I'll give myself a day where I'm like, look, I'll go Sunday through Friday, nothing. And if I want to on Saturday, if I want to, then I will. And what happened was after time, I would do it on Saturday and I'd be like, dude, I feel like shit come Sunday through Friday. Like it just sure. tore me up. And I obviously you have to have the want and the will to, to, to do it, obviously. But I got to a point where I was like, I can't, I can't even do this anymore. You know, like I even giving myself the opportunity to, to, to fall back a little, you know, to get myself a treat. It was no longer even worth it, you know? And from that man it's not that, a tree that no it's not it's almost like you're punishing yourself for no fucking reason and it doesn't make sense you know that that's oh, what helped man, me out dude tell me like even like that with the was... sorry go ahead no i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off bro well like even like with uh like diets like the way you eat like here in my house like about a year or two years ago, I told my wife, like, we got to stop, you know, letting the kids eat so much, you know, sugary stuff. And let's just do it like once, once a week. And that's what we did, you know, and it got to the point where right. the kids were like, I'm good, you know, I'll do this. And every now and then we'll have, you know, of days, course. yeah, where we splurge, eat, you know, a bunch of stuff. But um, yeah. I think for me, that's what helps is just to soften that blow when it comes to those changes, you know, because not a lot of people could just and change right away, you know, and I think that's what has has people falling back into the old ways, you know, is because it's hard for people. It is, man. It's it's re it's paving over those those pathways. Um, a couple big ones, and you hit on them too. It's like defining your why, and like, mm-hmm. and everyone says that like, what's your why, and then go for it. But like, literally, why do you not want to drink? Yeah. Why do you want to get healthier? What is the actual reason? Mm-hmm. Put that in a picture. Put it right beside your bed. Yeah. Put that in a picture. Put it on your phone. Anytime you get like, dude, mine says healthier for Elliot. That's my son. It's in mm. my car with a picture of him. Because dude, nice. I grew up overweight my whole life. That's my emotional pattern. So something comes up, drive through. 
the heroin addicts, they can get off heroin and they have all the support. A sugar addict, drive <laughs> there's no drive-through heroin things, you know what I mean? So like yeah. you have to really define your why and and just keep bringing yourself back to it and allow the slip-ups. Like you said, man, that's ideal. I did the same thing with cannabis. It's like not that I there's everything's beautiful with cannabis, but I got to a level where it started to like bring me down almost. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, I'll just smoke once a week. I'll just smoke uh, on a Saturday. And then I'd mm-hmm. puff on the Saturday and it'd be awesome. Or I would go to do something and I'd feel sluggish. And I'm like, yeah, am I, like now I puff like three times a week. It's not just the once a week. It's yeah. when I know I'm going to hop in the studio or when I'm, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. yeah, you have to like let go of everything to bring it back. Yeah. And it's not so much more of like, uh, don't feel like maybe it's not like you're being like a slave to things, you know? Word. Yeah. You're not rigid yeah. to it. Yeah. Because I think that's a big thing that kind of made me go away from like the AA and the NA things was zero of, of those things. And it's like, okay, obviously some things, yeah, zero is cool. But you know, like for me, I don't, I'm not a big drinker and I don't think I was an alcoholic. I think I just had issues that I was turning to alcohol to help me with, you know? And yeah. even now, like, even though I don't drink like I used to before, I'll have a, I'll have a couple of drinks here and there, you know, but n- never was like, like it used to be, you know? Um, yeah. So definitely yeah. being open to, to, to know that, you know, you're going to, you're going to mess up. <laughs> you're going to slip up and it, you know, it's, it happens, but uh, not to be too hard on yourself. Cause that's, that's, that was my thing, you know, being really hard on myself and saying, fuck it. I'm already here. I might as well just keep going. Fuck, yeah. dude. Right. Yeah. My, my teacher told me it's not what happens. It's what happens next. Mm. So right there, perfect example. Fuck. I'm already here. Why not? No, it's not what yeah. happens. It's what happens next. Yeah. And, um, I'm really excited to to hear to this this new album. See how all this stuff that you know you've gone through, and then you know in the past uh, few years, how it's changed. You know your your expression. I really am. What's you said? It's coming out on the 11th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. September 11th, man. Is there anything you can tell us about the the album, or you know what to it's, what to expect? It's called End of an Era. So okay. uh, I don't have the album cover on me. You could throw it up right now, but. It's uh, it's a dark, uh, black, sludgy hallway, uh-huh. and then at the very down at the end, there's a little door, and it's a rainbow door propped open, and it's all white light coming out of it. So that basically describes what the album is. It's me coming out of my coming out of my darkness and into the light. Nice man, that's beautiful. I can't wait for that, dude. I'll make sure to put um, the links in the description and everything, man. I can't wait for that. Um, yeah. Did is there anything you want to you want to uh, go over here? Anything you want to say to anybody listening or anything before we wrap there this is, up here? There is, Alex. Yeah, I, for anyone listening right now that's trying to manifest their desires, like, dude, I fucking lived in my mom's garage after the split. I split with my girl that I was with since sixteen, so eight years. We had a one-year-old. Fucking. <laughs> I lived in a fucking shed for a year. I went from the shed to living in my buddy's basement. And then I got aligned, bro. I put in the fucking work. And the work wasn't, but it was like work and everyday breathe, everyday move, everyday journal, keep processing all this shit. Dude, I'm in a church. Literally, that got renovated into a house. We found it on Kijiji five hours post. It was this whole divine thing. I'm in a church. I have a recording studio and a freaking retreat like space upstairs that we're doing day retreats on. 
So my biggest tip of getting out of this and into this is focus on the feeling. Feel good now. What you want wants you. Don't worry about how. And that could be a cute little rhyme, but it's so fucking true. As soon as you stub your toe, go, oh, I'm so glad I didn't break my foot. With everything in life, dude. Not, oh, the toe. I'm glad I didn't break my foot. That'll get you anywhere you want to be, man. Beautiful words, man. I, You know, I'm, I'm really glad that I do, I do these things as well because... Just talking to people and give it, it keeps that fire burning inside, man. And I thank you so much for, for being part of that as well, man. Hey, dude. Thank you. I appreciate this, man. This is awesome. All right. Um, anybody listening? Um, uh, the new album on the 11th, which is this week, Friday. Um, you're on Bandcamp, Facebook, uh, YouTube, your Instagram. Jakebreed.com or lungsoflove.com. Okay. And uh, we'll put all the links in the description, man. And uh, again, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate it very much. Hey, thanks, Alex. Appreciate it. Gone before, your life is over so long.